0: This is the Prowl City Podcast.
1: Well, that narrative lasted a whole quarter. Welcome to the Prowl City Podcast. It is review time. Um, Panther City wins. 13-7 Thirteen to seven of the Colorado Mammoth in a massive game with a lot of playoff implications in this. Um, just going based off, I guess, the standings coming after this game um, for the league. Buffalo sits top of the first, tied with Toronto at eight and two. Uh, so both teams there are your one and two in the East. Uh, Rochester is seven and two, so they took. The third seed. Halifax is five and five. They take the fourth seed. Uh Philadelphia ended up losing to I believe was oh no, they won. Halifax won. Uh Philadelphia lost to Buffalo and OT, so that knocks them down to three and five. So you go over to the west. You have San Diego at six and two, Calgary at seven and three, Saskatchewan at Five and three, and with this one, Panther City now sits at six and four. Uh, Colorado is now four and five, so again, that gap has opened up a lot. Um, per se, um, I know everyone's got more um, stuff coming on, like you know, games. Uh, Panther City plays uh, this coming Friday, and then have a bye week the week after. So, you know, great timing on my personal part because I will not, uh, I'll be pretty much gone most of the week of the bye week So, I'll take that. Uh, so going into this game, um, in the preview, I said that I didn't know who's going to be in that. And I didn't know how this was going to play because Dylan Ward is always good. Well, that narrative was up there for a whole quarter. Um... Ward starts, and he looks looks the part. He really does. 15 shots in the first quarter. Ward states 13 of them. So, you know, McLaughlin gets us going. Will Malcolm uh, ties it up. And then really nothing happens. It was a very, very defensive game, the start. Um, I mean... Jesus, uh, there was a power player, Colorado, 4-4, four four, then Malcolm got that. Uh, the biggest thing about this game was the loose ball battles. Panther City won that matchup 72-50. to 50. So, um, that helps, and it, that's not just from people in transition or people on the defense. That is pretty much... Everyone involved clean the offense. That actually did help a lot offensively. Um, There are two instances in that um, that happened. Um, So Colorado goes up 3-1, and then Caputo. And this is what I'm talking about. The effort from the forwards tonight on the defensive end. Caputo strips a man on the power play, goes and goes a little rap, uh, makes it a 3-2 game. Uh, on the power play with 36 seconds left. And then after that, it's just the narrative fell apart. That would be what, you know, Colorado is. Uh, Jonathan Donville scores uh, to tie it up. Then Calum Crawford scores right back. And then Will Malcolm scores right after that. And then Matthew Goate scores right after that. So, um, it, it was... It was insane to see that, the 5 nothing run going from the end of the third, not third, going from the end of the first uh, all the way about, you know, they scored four goals, uh, and if, if you want to count the fifth one, all that was done in about four and a half minutes, so yeah, they were flying out there, and then nothing else happened the rest of the time. Nick DeMood... Um, gave up three goals on eight shots in the first quarter and was just like okay i'll um I'll shut the party down and was just light out from there and I mean lights out um also congratulations Nick on 1000 saves does reach that milestone in this game Colin Crawford also now moves up the ladder for NLL career points so. I'm good on those guys um God. bob hamley is building himself a monster of a team right now um so it, it was um i'm just trying to put in work on how good that second quarter was um eight shots given up uh, I believe one went in, and then Panther City had 16 of them and five of them went in, and the loose ball battles were fantastic. Um, at that point at halftime, it was 46-22 in favor of Panther City for the loose ball battles. Faceoffs were actually quite good. Um, I wouldn't say shock, just, you know, and this is what I want on talking about. That I think that is the missing piece for this team is getting a legitimate faceoff guy because uh, they were twenty, they were twenty two faceoffs, and it was just a little bit over, um, even for Panther City, twelve to ten, and you know going into the half, uh, going into that first half, faceoffs were eight to four, so again, they went they lose a face off balance in second half, but at this point they had already built up a extremely big um extremely big um, lead at that point, so you know it, again my, my I'm not even talking about my player of the game and it's been easy it's not Nick, um sadly. <laughs> You know, he did play great. It's not Jonathan Donville who had seven points. It's not in a hat trick. It's not Will Malcolm who had six points. And it is not Calvin Crawford who had a hat trick and seven points. It goes to Liam Burns. Um, had an assist, six loose balls. But the way he played defensively in this game, um, especially in the middle, and that was something that... Um, Kinda of was a problem, I would kinda of say, here and there. Um sometimes it would get kind of an easy shot in the middle um previous weeks, but not tonight for Liam Burns. Uh Steve Toll, what a fantastic job he did with uh really with Liam and that defense. Pretty much nothing got close to Nick in terms of a shot. I mean, there were sometimes like guy you know went to the crease, but you know, a point blank shot right from the net, not it all. Not Liam Burns was just there every time. So he was just phenomenal. Um, going into the third quarter, um, 7-4 game, uh, nothing really happens to start. Um, Carl scores on the power play. It's 7-5. to And then Kyle Crawford and Patrick Dodds get um, two goals. And it was kind of really spaced out in that time. It was about six minutes between each goal. Um, and then Connor Robinson adds one on the power play again. And then Jonathan Donville scores in that Don- that Donville goal, uh, for his second, end up being a buzzer beater, hit it with about 0.2 left on the clock. So Donville scores with 41 seconds left. That was his hat trick. Uh, it's 10 6. And then straight out of the gate in the fourth quarter, um, Callum gets a, um, his hat trick. It's 11 to 6. Gauthier scores on a rebound. It's 12 to 6. And McLaughlin, that's one of the Medeiros adds the empty netter at the end of the game. But there were two, I don't remember exactly when uh, those that happened, sadly. Um, there were two instances, I believe one in the first half, one in the second half, where. Um, the loose balls, and I'm pretty sure it was in the second half, uh, not second half, second quarter, um, that maybe it, it was either a goatee goal or it was, I don't think it was Donville's goal. It might have been Donville's goal. It was one of the goals in the second quarter where they just hounded Colorado in their defensive zone and, came up with another reset from just going and getting after them. And it turns into the goal and that happened again in this uh happened again in the second half too. Uh I think Malcolm was the one who did the first one and then Don uh Don, not dodds um Donville ended up getting the second one. And he um he ends up, you know, those two right there or two goals right there off of reset because they just kept going after the guys. And, you know, at that point, there's nothing they can do. It, it was fantastic to see. So, uh, stats for this game. Uh, oh, and I didn't even tell about the very end of the game. At the end, uh, like I said before, I end up getting a press pass for this game again. So, again, thank you, Panther City, for that. And... I had already gone downstairs to the media room to uh, one, charge up my tablet, and two, my post-game questions, because they are pretty quick after the game. You walk in, Um, which you guys will get to hear that. Uh, You'll get to hear TK. You'll get to hear Nick DeMood, and you get to hear Jonathan Donville uh, post-game. So at the very end of this, It it, it all just kicks off. Sullivan for Colorado gets um, a roughing and a game misconduct. Chester gets a roughing and misconduct for Colorado. Hope gets slashing. And uh, Jeffrey from Colorado gets a cross-checking, five-minute cross-checking. Dylan Hutchison gets um, a five-minute from checking from behind. Josh Madero gets two minutes for slashing. And then Phil Caputo and Giles Drop the gloves, Phil. Just kind of tosses him around. It was kind of fun to see, and it was it was loud in that arena when that happened. Um, yeah. So the penalty minutes at the end of the game ended up being forty six to twenty four at the very end. So, uh, I guess uh also shots were fifty three forty four. So Nick was. Uh, 32 of 36 to end, <laughs> end the game. Um Panther City again just domination from there. Uh power play sport three to six uh three of six for Colorado 2 a 7 for Panther City. So yeah it was it, it it was game number one. I kept on saying this was the most important game of the season. They won. Now Next Friday, uh, this coming Friday, it's number two. You win this, I, I, I I'm not, I won't, I won't say that it's done, but we're looking pretty, guys. We're looking very pretty for a playoff game, and with how the rest of the schedule goes, who knows? Maybe we get to host it. There's a chance, guys. There's a natural chance that, that happens. So, uh. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, thanks again for, uh, listening to this episode of the Proud of the City podcast. Um, we have a lot of socials now. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get the YouTube channel up and running for a pregame. Uh, but I will be live streaming the game from, uh, I guess my office slash room. I'm kind of converting here. Uh, For the Friday game. So do be on the lookout for that. Uh, I will post the YouTube link. I'll actually have that out. Uh, If you guys. Want to hit the social media. uh, It's. Proud of the City. Pod. On. Twitter. And on Instagram. It is. Proud of the City Pod again. So I got both of those. Uh, YouTube channel also be there, uh, in Instagram, I have a link tree that has everything you need for the podcast, all to listen to all episodes. You know, I have that, uh, both Twitter accounts, including my own personal, and I actually have tickets for, um, the team. If you want to go by and go see this, cause there's only a little bit left. So we're getting towards the end and we need all the support we can get. So again, thank you for this episode. And now for post game with the boys. You've talked about all season about wanting to play a full 60-minute game. I think tonight was a full 60 minutes from everyone, including the forward in transition and in defense. Can you kind of elaborate on just how kind of like everything went correct tonight?
2: Oh, we challenge the boys midweek, right? We have a, a midweek uh, chat, so to speak, every week. And um, again, not that uh, again, we had a good win last week against Vancouver, but how do we turn the how do we turn the page? How do we get to that next level? And in order to get that next level, we have to be consistent. Um, but it's a commitment to doing the little things, which again, it's not it's not anything big. It's just your commitment to doing the little things very well and doing them again great all the time. And I thought um, tonight we were great on the on the back end sorting out in real time and transitioning the ball. We were good, but again, that's a credit to everybody because everyone bought in. Um, and it's really just about being accountable.
1: Loose balls tonight were 72-50 in your favor. And this comes from not just the defense. You saw Will Malcolm and especially Jonathan Donville both got into trying to pick up loose balls after a shot. And two of those actually resulted in goals. For, to win that battle, how important would you say that is overall in the game today?
2: That's, that's the game. I've always said that's the game. If you, if you outwork the other team, um, you're, you're a step A all the time. And in order to to have any sort of success in this game, if you give yourself 20 extra possessions because you're getting loose balls and you have that commitment to go dig and, and, and again, battle for them, then, then you have the upper hand right off the get-go. So um, it's something we work on. It's something we talk about. But, again, our commitment, and, again, it's willingness to do it, right? And, again, it's just everyone being accountable and everybody doing their job for the guy beside him. I know it's cliché-ish, but that's how we operate.
1: Late in the 1st, first- you know, Colorado's up, 3-1, and then Phil Caputo scores that power play goal, and then after that, the 4 nothing run in the second quarter in the first half of that. Uh, would you say that that run ended up kind of really shifting momentum, and I guess the guys were just a little bit more relaxed, and then the defense ended up coming up because, like, Liam Burns played unreal tonight. I think he was a player of the game. And just the way the entire defense, with that 4 nothing run, everyone just seemed a little bit more focus and not a little bit more uptight.
2: Yeah, your Texas hockey uh, shirt on, but you're definitely known lacrosse because Liam Burns was our best player on the back end. Um, but again, it's it a it's a game of momentum. And again, I don't think one of the things I liked about our game tonight was our poise. And uh, again, I, I always go back to leadership. Um, certainly our defensive coach and our offensive coach are gonna be you know coaching and barking at these guys. But at times in that game, our, our core group and our leaders pull the group aside and we had several conversations. When you're able to have those conversations in real time throughout the course of the game, um, that, that's, that's that's big time, right? And that means you're taking that next step and we were able to do it on both sides of the ball. We never, we never really showed any sign of being desperate, so to speak. We certainly played urgent, which I like, um, but again, it was a collective effort from both sides, but we weren't panicking and we just went. Out.
1: With uh, only giving up seven goals tonight, how good was everyone in front of you? Because like you looked absolutely comfortable the entire time.
0: Yeah, I mean, set, like the goals against, you know, that's that's really a team stat, and you know, I think everybody in the locker room played great. The O, you know, how many resets they got, which makes it easy for the D to play. We're getting less less shifts, and the boys, how many caused turnovers, loose balls, you know, everything just adds up to making it an easy game overall, and. TK challenge us this week that, you know, this was a big one for, you know, down the line making playoffs. We'll play them again next week. So, you know, this was a statement that we needed to make, and
1: we ought to do the same thing next week. You know I'm talking about um, everyone getting involved with the loose balls and all that, especially looking from the forwards, uh, getting a lot of loose balls, getting more possessions. Does that kind of flow with them getting the loose balls, getting more possessions, especially with the two goals that were scored from that? Um, does that kind of flow into the defense and get the boys hyped a little bit?
0: Yeah, obviously when we're when we're seeing them work as hard as they as they were and and have been all year, you know that gets us fired up to go out and you know play good for them. You know we we talk about trust a lot and we trust them to make plays and they're going to trust us to make make plays and do the same thing in our end. But you know when everything's rolling, you know I'm making saves, the boys are you know getting loose balls, turnovers, the guys are scoring, they're getting resets. You know it just it seems like honestly, an easy game when we, when we all play the way we did.
1: Seven points tonight, a hat trick. Um, I want to talk about specifically, you know, Dylan Ward is always tough against Panther City. Uh, goes back to last year, a little bit this year. Uh, when Phil scored that power play goal at the end of the first, did that kind of give you guys a sense of relief of, you know, we can easily open this guy up and get it? Because after that, it was a 4-0 run.
3: Yeah, honestly, no. I don't think you ever feel that with, with Dylan Ward. He's the best goalie in the world, probably in field and box. And, uh, you know, I, I know him a little bit. He's uh, pretty tight with my brother. So, I don't know. He's the best goalie in the world. So, you just take every goal you can get and and hope you can get another one. And, uh, you know, we're lucky to get a couple of bounces go our way. But uh, he always makes you feel a little uneasy because when, when he, uh, you know, I think he's, you know, arguably the best goalie in the world in, in either sport. And, um, you know, playing against him as an offensive guy,
1: Playing with Will and Callum, um, you know, seven and six respectively. Would you say that playing with those guys and when they, especially when they get early, going early, makes it a little bit easier for how you play? Yeah, of course. Just give them the ball and they make a play. It's
3: great. Uh, get some
1: free points too out of it. So it's a
3: good deal. Uh, yeah, no, those guys are great to play with, and you know, I think uh, one thing that they both give us is like we just can play 30 seconds and, you know, we're never out of a possession because they can make something happen so quickly. So, uh, you know, you just kind of can give them the ball and they can go make a play. And that also helps us get out of lulls sometimes when, um, you know, it's hard and, and you feel like you're really grinding for a goal. It's Will and Calum kind of go make a play for you and get you out of a lull and get you going again. So, no, they're, they're both great players, obviously. Um, you know, cal has been in the league a long time and Will's kind of having his breakout year right now, but they're awesome players and, and fun to play with.